You're listening to Soberoso, a show dedicated to alcoholics, addicts, survivors of abuse, overcomers of great tragedies, and those of us with mental health issues, too. Each week, we invite guests and listeners from around the world to listen in as we have casual conversations with regular people like you and me who've, against all odds, turned their lives around. If you're a family member of someone suffering from alcoholism or addiction, a newcomer or old-timer, or sober curious, this show is for you. Join us now on the Soberoso Podcast with your host, Dora Gosselin, in sharing our passion for recovery. Hello, beautiful peeps. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Soberoso, the podcast. My name is Dora, and I am your grateful host of this show. I am also a recovering alcoholic, addict, and codependent no more. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you with open arms. And if you are a repeat listener, thank you for your continued love and support. In 2018, I walked away from a 30-year career of drinking and drugging and have been on a path of recovery ever since. I'm here to normalize conversations around these taboo subjects. I'm here to talk about alcoholism, addiction, mental health issues, abuse, and all these things that happen around the world on a humongous scale yet are frequently not talked about. So let's talk about these things. I'm glad you're here and let's get into the show. Decision making and the distance between the head and the heart is what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about this because of the decisions I made in my recent past to get me here today. As I mentioned in the last episode, I have moved across country from Mexico back to Canada and that decision did not come overnight. For myself, I have heard that the the distance between the head and the heart is the longest distance traveled for many and in my case that really rang true for me. When I was living in Mexico, I began feeling that I should, at this stage in my recovery, in this stage of my life, be moving back to Canada to be closer to my family. At that time, my my father was quite ill and suffering with a a rare disease disease that is not the one that we talk about here all the time, but um, a medical disease that uh, had no cure. Um, my youngest daughter at the time had been married for a couple years and I knew that babies were going to be on the way eventually and I would be hopefully, God willing, becoming a grandmother at some point. So I had this um, these thoughts bouncing around in my head while, while in Mexico that I should be moving back to Canada. And it really did not sit well with me at all. 
So this was my head. This was the thoughts and thinking with my head. I should be doing this. But my head was telling me logically and with all the facts and at the place I'm at in my life, this should be the logical choice, moving back to Canada to be close to family at this time. However, just thinking about that started to give me so much stress. You know, I wasn't um, speaking about these thoughts with my family. It wasn't my family, you know, encouraging me or telling me or begging me or asking me to move back to Canada. It was just the thought I was wrestling with in my, in my own heart because my heart wasn't on board yet. So the head was telling me with my intuition that it would probably be a good time to move back to Canada. But yet my heart was not quite on board yet. So the stress I was dealing with all had to do with that line between the head and the heart in the heart connection. I, uh, I spoke about this thought with my sponsor who, you know, reassured me and assured me that I didn't have to make a decision overnight. And again, in my act of addiction, I, I was used to reaction and action very quickly. You know, there was no pause, there was no time between choices and coming to a a decision in a, a fork in the road, if you will. So I let that idea bounce around in my head for quite some time, and you know, it caused me all this stress because I didn't want to leave Mexico. I love Mexico, I love the heat, I love the weather, and I was able to come back and visit my family. However, fast forward another year and a half, my daughter does become pregnant. I come back to Canada last summer for the birth of my first grandchild. And prior to coming here, I even thought, you know what, maybe that grandbaby's gonna, gonna change my mind about moving to Canada. I've heard all these, you know, crazy or, or, um, grandparents, like how they just get so obsessed with their grandbabies. And I kind of was telling myself, well, that's not going to be me. And even if it is me, you know, the baby's not going to remember me for a few years. Like, if I get to that point where I can't live without the grandbaby, I'll have a couple years to make that decision. So last summer, I arrive in Canada, and I hang out for a few months here to be a part of my daughter's uh, last bit of pregnancy, to go through the whole labor, intensive labor with her and her husband and uh, to see that baby take her first breath upon arrival to this world that we're living in today. And wouldn't you know it, that baby stole my heart. And the next day, when I finally had gone home to get some rest, the next day I turned my, my heart around and I changed that little thought in my head from I'm thinking about moving to I am. I didn't know how at the time. I didn't know what the timeline would look like, but I had made the decision that I am gonna move back to Canada. Are you curious about who it is you are listening to? 
If so, you can now find us on TikTok by searching for Soboroso Podcast. You can also get a raw behind-the-scenes look of Dora and her guests by following our YouTube channel. Follow the links in the podcast description. I wanted from my head and my heart to be a part of my family's lives, to be around my family, and to be, you know, working at living amends at the stage that I'm at in my personal recovery in getting clean and sober. So here I am today, and uh, all this just to tell you that that distance between the head and the heart, it can very long and sometimes it can't be rushed sometimes we have to um, you know wait for the right answer to arrive we have to submit to the process but I tell you my own experience when that head and that heart lined up boy that's when the magic really started to happen because when your head and heart want something equally The universe, God, the world gets right on board and that's exactly what happened for me. All of a sudden, everything I wanted to do without the ideas of how I was going to make it happen just started to fall into place. And for me, I believe that when things fall into place, when you've made a decision, that it is confirmation that what you are doing is the right thing. And that's exactly what happened for me. Things started falling into place, doors started opening for me to make that move, and um, I couldn't be happier. But that comes with practice, because when I first began this journey into recovery, you know, I really was not confident in my decision-making skills at all, because when I got clean and sober, I was literally coming into the doors of recovery in a very helpless and a very hopeless state of being. And it took me a little bit of time to get to that full surrender, the surrender in admitting to others and to my innermost self that I indeed was an alcoholic and an addict. And I truly believe that until each individual gets to that point, they are going to be struggling and continue to struggle with their addiction and alcoholism. But for me, I finally got to that point in my surrender and my journey. And you know what? I drank and drugged for 30 years. It was ingrained in me. It was there for everything, any occasion, any time, any place, anywhere. And today, that is not my life. Today, I love being sober. And I hope that if you haven't started your own journey into recovery and getting clean and sober, that you too will find your way. That's all for now, folks. Until the next time, stay safe, stay sober, to thine own self be true. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to the Soberoso podcast and help us normalize conversations around alcoholism and addiction recovery. You can join us on Instagram and Facebook at Soberoso. 
you are not alone, and we do recover. Wear and share your passion for recovery with our His and Hers merch. Visit us at www.soberoso.com. 